0: You know, for Pastor Tom and stand up before here for us when his mom just went to be with the Lord. That's the grace of God. Amen. Amen. And so lean heavily in your life upon his grace. For there is grace given to everyone according to the gift of God. There is grace measured out for each and every one of us for the race that God has given all of us to run. Run in the grace and you'll be strengthened by his grace. Yea, look unto him and gaze upon his face. Seek ye the Lord and in seeking him you will see his light. Oh, in the light of his glory, and the night, light of his countenance, will carry you through any dark hour. And you'll be strengthened with might by his glory and his power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, thank you. Thank you. Do not frustrate my grace, says the Lord, but lean heavily upon it. Lean into my grace. Do not think that you have been equipped to go through life on your own. I would say unto you, I'm on the inside to lead you and guide you. I've placed a compass inside you. So walk with me and I'll walk with you. And life will get richer and richer and better and better. As you go down this pathway, your life shall increase in glory. And your days shall be bright. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're not going to frustrate the grace of God. We're not going to try to do this in our own strength. Not in our own strength. That's what Philippians 4.13 says. Not in our own strength, but in the strength of His might. For it is only in Him and through Him that we can do all things. But we can do all things through Christ who infuses his inner strength into us. That is, we are self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Your sufficiency comes to naught, but my sufficiency makes all the difference. So rejoice and be glad, for I've made you able, I have made you able to do the things and to possess the things that I've called you to do. Hallelujah! Glory to God, glory to God. amen Amen. not of works lest any man should boast for by grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves it is the gift of god the grace of god is a gift and the faith of god is a gift Yea, plug in with your faith to the grace of god and you will access all the things that i provided for you rejoice and be glad no more sorrow no more sad for it's a new day. It's a great day. This is the day that I've made for my people to walk in to rejoice in. So be very glad. Lift up your voice and lift up your hands and say, God is good to me. And this is the day the Lord has made. Woo! glory. Hallelujah. 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 And he will make you what you ought to be. He said in Luke, he says, And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, be loose from this bondage on the Sabbath day? He said, Because she's in covenant with me, she ought to be free. She came in bound, but because I'm a covenant-keeping God, I will take the bondage right out of her and loose her and fill her with my healing power and my healing presence. And so it is with you. You are in covenant with me, and I'm in covenant with you. What's mine is yours, and what's yours is mine. For he that is joined unto the Lord is one Spirit. Oh, yes, can you hear what the Spirit would say to you today? You ought to be free. You ought to be glad. You ought to be increasing in your life because of my goodness and because of my covenant that I provided for you. So tap in with your faith. Be glad and rejoice. For this is your hour. This is your day. Whoo, glory. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 And by the blood of the everlasting covenant... The God of peace shall make you what you ought to be. For you see, the blood makes all the difference. The blood has been shed. And as you apply my blood to the doorpost of your life, saith the Lord, my blood shall rise up and make you what you ought to be. I have equipped you with everything good that you may do my will, so that you may please me. So rejoice and be glad, for the blood has been shed. The blood is for you. And you overcome by my blood, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Revelation 12, 11, We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. Get his word in your heart and get his word in your lips. For it is the rhema of God. It is the word that I have spoken to you through my word coming out of your mouth that causes you to overcome. You are not looking down, but you are looking up. For you are my sons, you are my daughters, and I'm coming soon and very soon. Woo, glory. You You are overcomers. Somebody says, well, yeah, but there's a lot to overcome. Well, thank God you wouldn't be an overcomer if you didn't have to come over some things. (laughs) Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, we're coming over. Hallelujah. That's what overcomers do. Overcomers overcome. Amen. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, by the spoken word, by the rhema of God. It is as a sharp two-edged sword coming out of your heart and coming out of your mouth. And the devil is afraid of it and the devil runs as in terror, says the Lord. So resist him and he will flee. Stop assisting him with words of doubt and fear. But yea, resist him with words of faith and love and courage and you shall see the glory of the Lord rise up upon you. Glory to God. Whoo, glory. Glory to God. That's how we overcome a sharp two-edged sword. A sharp two-edged sword. For the word of God is alive. The word of God is not dead. For our God is alive. Our God is not dead as some have said. But our God is alive and the eyes of the Lord going throughout the whole earth, searching, looking for those whose hearts will be loyal to him. Be loyal to him. That's what the spirit of God is emphasizing. Be loyal to him. And yea, let him do for you what you could never do in and of your own self. For the Lord will do great things for his people. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hebrews 4.12, for the Word of God is alive, powerful, and it's sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. This Word alive in you, meditating on it and speaking it is like a sword of the Spirit. It's a sword of the spirit and it does great damage to Satan. It does great damage to his demonic forces that he's assigned to you. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid because of the battle and don't back off because the enemy And because the heat, as it would seem in the natural, or spiritually, has been turned up. But rejoice, says the Lord. For I have not left you as an orphan. I've not left you helpless. I've sent him from on high. I've given you the power of the Holy Spirit. And so as the enemy would come in like a flood. My spirit raises up a standard against him. Hallelujah. So we're not ill-equipped for life, are we, Tony? We're equipped, aren't we? You're equipped with the Word. You're equipped with the Holy Ghost. You're equipped with the power from on high. You are equipped, hallelujah, with the whole armor of God. He said in Ephesians, put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against wicked spirits in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Standing against his strategies and standing against his plots is what you must do. And you are not ill-equipped. I've given you the breastplate of righteousness. Yea, I've placed a helmet of salvation upon your head. And your feet are ready. For they're shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Hallelujah. Take unto you the shield of faith. And you will be able to quench all the flaming missiles of the wicked one. And then the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Hallelujah! Well, I think we ought to just give him praise. Glory! 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 glory. Oh, over there in Corinthians, he said, uh, Thank you, Lord. Who, <laughs> glory! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Be not ignorant of his devices. To be informed is to be in a position where you can be prepared and equipped to battle when the day of evil comes. Is that right? Hallelujah. He said in Peter, beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is sent to try you as though some strange thing happened to you. But rejoice! (laughs) Rejoice! Inasmuch you are partakers of Christ's suffering. For the Spirit of God and the Spirit of glory will rest upon you. So when the fire comes and the test seems like it's real strong or real high, just confuse the devil and start praising God and start rejoicing anyhow start rejoicing anyhow. Start rejoicing anyway. For you are partakers of Christ's sufferings. Amen? Amen. Amen. Not the sufferings that he bore on Calvary's cross in his substitutionary sacrifice, but Jesus was insulted. Jesus was talked about. If they hated the master, some may hate you. So you don't need to call up your relatives, and moan and groan and complain about it. Just get scriptural and rejoice. And just understand this is part of life. The battles come to all of us. But we understand that the battle is not ours, but it is the Lord's. When you're equipped with the armor of God, you know, recognize, and understand that His armor will see you through. He said this, Rejoice inasmuch you are partakers of Christ's sufferings. Amen. Amen. And as you do, he said that the spirit of God and the spirit of glory then will rest on you. Now, what this means is this. Is in a difficult time, if I'll just be scriptural and do what the Bible says to do, he will always come on the scene. The Spirit of God and the Spirit of glory, the Bible says, He will rest on you. you. I would rather have His rest than the best rest you can get in Hawaii. (laughs) Now, the best is, go rested in the Lord to Hawaii. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Or the Bahamas, whatever suits you. But the Spirit of God, think of it. What a glorious joy to have Him not only with us, for us, in us, but also on us. The Spirit of God and the Spirit of glory will rest on you. And when He does, His presence then will saturate you. And His presence then will refresh you. And people around you won't understand it. But that's okay. You just rejoice and you continue on down your road of life and enjoy the times of refreshing that are yours. Amen. Amen. Amen? Glory to God. Glory, glory, glory. Glory to God. Well, this is a little different this morning, but it's good. It's God. For the Lord is good. And His mercy endureth forever. Oh, how great is thy goodness, which you have laid up for those, hallelujah, that reverence you, that fear you. Reverencing Him brings His presence. Hallelujah reverencing him and honoring him not only in this place but every place every place you are honor him reverence him and it brings great rest and refreshing for you Amen. Amen. amen glory 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 hallelujah thank you lord let's praise him for a moment glory 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 to god Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Thank you. Hallelujah. For those of you that have never spoken in the Spirit, and by in the Spirit I mean by speaking in tongues, the anointing's right there for you to do that right now. Just go ahead and start speaking to the Lord in a heavenly language. Those of you that do, just join in. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let's just pray and praise in the Spirit for a moment. That's the anointing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Master. Hallelujah. Another thing that just kind of bubbled up in my spirit is... Uh, Uh, psalms 91 and i want us to pull that up there if we could psalms psalms 91 Uh, i want to look at verse one and two you know we we say that we're a presence based church right we're purpose-driven but we're all also presence based if his presence is not with us and doesn't go before us what are we going to do we're going to cancel the trip (laughs) remember that's what moses said basically to the lord he said look Who who am I going to say, you know, called me to come over here? You say, you tell him I am that I am. He says, I'll tell you one thing, Lord. If you're not going ahead of me, I'm not following you. One translation says, I'm just going to cancel this trip. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Far better to cancel the trip when the presence of the Lord is not in it and on it than to take the trip and be miserable. I think too many times we've all taken trips that we shouldn't have taken. No, I'm not talking necessarily about taking a trip over to Oklahoma or New York City. I'm talking about life's path. Amen. The things that we do. Being ahead of God. Amen. Amen. Much better to walk with Him and to stay a little bit behind Him than to get ahead of Him. Amen? Amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, in Psalms 91, look at verse 1. Read it, read, read it with me if you would. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide. Now let's think about that for a moment. The word dwell means live or abide. All year long we've been talking about the year of greater presence and the year of greater glory. We've been talking about how that we can activate his presence in our life. Because, you know, oftentimes when the glory of God is spoken of and the presence of God is spoken of, we immediately flow into thinking about signs and wonders and miracles. And that's a part of it, but that's not the whole part of it. God wants His presence permeating your life on Monday morning. He wants to help you with your schoolwork. He wants to help you to be quick and bright on the job. He wants to give you such great favor that he goes before you and opens doors that no man can shut. Glory to God. That's his presence. Attending your way. But now notice with me that word dwell is an interesting word. It simply means to abide. Jesus said if you abide in me and my words abide in you. Basically that's saying if you live in me. Amen. Not just have your fire insurance. But if you abide and stay vitally connected to the vine in close communion and in fellowship with me, if you abide in me and my words live in you, you'll ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Amen? Now notice, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High. Now the secret place of the Most High is simply where the presence of the Lord is. Amen? Shall abide shall live, shall dwell under the shadow of the Almighty. The word Almighty there is Shaddai. Amen? Most High is El Elyon. I'm glad that He is the Most High. The Most High is always greater than the Most Low. Aren't you glad that the Most High lifted you out of the low place and made you sit together with Him in the Most High place? In Christ Jesus. He's raised us up together. And made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ. So, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High, El Elyon, shall live under the shadow of the Almighty. Word Almighty there is Shaddai. Anybody ever heard of El Shaddai? The word El Shaddai means simply, basically, the God who's more than enough. I'm glad that he's more than enough for you, Jimmy. I'm glad that he's more than enough for you, Tony. I'm glad that he's more than enough for you, Benga. I'm glad that he's more than enough for you, George. And whatever your name is, Mary, Sue, Bill, Bob, Billy Bob, Joseph, our God is more than, more than enough. He's more than enough for you, Luther. He's got more than more than, than more than enough. More than enough grace for every one of you. More than enough power for all of your babies to come out of darkness and be brought into light. More than enough. Hallelujah. So what are you expecting I'm expecting good things. Are you expecting good things? Well, how much do you have? More than enough. He that dwelleth in the secret place shall abide. Most high shall abide under the shadow of El Shaddai. Now notice the next verse. I will say of the Lord. Now, when you live in that place, the response to being in his presence will be some words that you will speak you cannot help but speak his word and speak his mind and speak his will whether it be in english or in the spirit when you've been living in him and he's been living in you out of the abundance of the heart brother the mouth is going to speak out of the abundance of your heart the mouth is going to speak and he says, well, I haven't been speaking good things. Then you haven't been abiding. That's right. That's right. Now, no condemnation. Right. You can make that adjustment before you go home today. That's right. Hallelujah. If you've been drinking out of the wrong springs, yeah. and there's pollution and contamination that's gotten into the city of your soul, and has been bugging you, you know what? The Spirit of the Lord can purge you today. Yeah. And you can make a decision of quality this morning. Yeah. And I'm going to live in that place. I'm going to dwell in him. And so in verse 2 he said, I will say of the Lord. He is my refuge. He is my fortress. He is my God. And in him, this is what we're going to do. What are we going to do now? Who are we going to trust in? I'm telling you, some are trusting in chariots. Some are trusting in horses. Some are trusting in Democrats. Some are trusting in Republicans. But we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Hallelujah. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him. And he was going to direct your paths. I'm trusting him what are you going to do about this? And what are you going to do about that? And what are you going to do about this? It's just like a broken record sometimes. Like Billy Brim used to say, what are you going to do now? What are you going to do now? We ought to turn the table on the devil and say, it's not what I'm going to do. It's what God's already done. What are you going to do, buster, when that bottomless pit opens up for you? My God, my God. Your God, yes. El Shaddai. Yes. Yes. This is who we trust. Amen. That's right. Hallelujah. Yeah. This is who we trust. Yeah. Yes. Next verse. Surely, He will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. R.W. Shambach, if you ever heard him preach, he used to hold a tent revival down in Oakland yearly. And R.W. Shambach, a powerful Pentecostal preacher, coined this phrase, You don't have any problems. All you need is faith in God. And R.W. Shambach said, The devil's the fowler. Because he's always trying to foul things up. But thank God he'll deliver you from things that seem fouled up and from the noisome pestilence. Set free from chemical warfare. Set free from any and every terror attack and terror plot. Set free. Set free. Whom the Son is set free. Is free indeed. Redeemed from any and every sickness and disease. Known or unknown to mankind. Uh, Amen. Next verse. Verse 4. He shall cover you with his feathers. And under his wing you will trust. His word shall be your shield. And it shall be your buckler. Next verse. Thou shalt not be afraid. Now, does that sound like a suggestion to you? No. You shall not, must not be afraid. Because fear is a presence stopper. Fear Is a glory stopper. Fear will paralyze men and women on the ladder of life. Fear will keep people from stepping out and stepping in to the things that God has preordained from before the foundation of the world. Fear paralyzes, but faith releases. And gives you freedom of movement and freedom of expression. People that are afraid oftentimes will not even open their shades in the morning. People that operate in fear are paralyzed, not only for today, but they are afraid of the future. Afraid of what's coming upon the earth. You know, Jesus said, when you see these things come to pass, he said, look up. He didn't say, look out. (laughs) Did he? No. He said, look up. How about might kick my leg today? I'm feeling so good up here. (laughs) Look up. For your redemption is drawn nigh. Say it with me, no more, fear, no more fear, for I'm abiding in him, abiding in him. And, his abiding in and his word is abiding in me. I will not fear. I will not fear. What can man do unto me? The Lord is on my side, therefore I will not fear, though the mountains be removed. I shall not be afraid. He said, fear thou not. For I am with thee. Be not dismayed. For I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. I will help thee. I will uphold thee with my righteous right hand. Be not afraid. Fear not the future. Fear not man. Fear not what the government may do or not do. But stay in the faith zone. And this is me speaking. And everything is going to be all right. Look at your neighbor and say, everything Everything is going to be all right. (laughs) Say it again. Everything Everything is going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. All right, all right, all right. Everything's going to be all right. Whoo! <laughs> Hallelujah! Everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. Going to be all right. All right. All right. All right. Everything's going to be all right. Even at midnight. Paul may looked over to Silas before they sang praises and prayed and said, hey, Silas, no sweat. Everything's going to be aight. <laughs> Everything. Going to be all right. Hallelujah. So don't be afraid. Your knees may be knocking, your hands may be sweating, but that's only the outside. What you've got on the inside is much greater than anything that comes against you on the outside. Fear, stress, pressure can be on the outside but greater is he that is on the inside than he that's on the outside. For God's not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and of love and of a sound mind. Amen. Now, the more that you practice this, the presence of God, and the more you practice an anti-fear attitude, the more you go into the resisting mode of fear instead of the assisting mode. The more you go into the resisting mode, the less your hands will sweat. The less your knees will knock. Now, I'll be honest with you, my knees have knocked, my hands with sweat. So I'm not telling you I'm perfect. But the more, I guess the stronger we get in Him and in His presence, what surrounds us is Him. And you get to a place where it can't even penetrate your knees or your hands. Amen? Amen. Now notice this. Thou shalt not be afraid. This is a commandment. This is not a suggestion. When Jesus was on his way to Jairus' house to pray for his daughter that had already died, and when Jairus had gotten the report, Don't trouble the master any further. Thy daughter is dead. Jesus turned immediately to Jairus and said, fear not, only believe. believe. Because Jesus knew that fear would be a raise the daughter from the dead breaker. And so on the way to Jairus' house, Jesus went. And when he got to the house, the mourners were there. And they were lamenting and they were travailing about the death of this young girl. I think she was how old? Twelve. Twelve years old. But what Jesus did, and he did it lovingly and he did it graciously, he put them outside. Because he knew that if a miracle was going to happen, it had to happen in an atmosphere that it was charged with faith, not fear. And so he went up. To the little girl. And he said. Talitha kumai. Yeah. That is being interpreted. Made I say unto you. Arise. Yeah. And she rose from the dead. Hallelujah. And the first thing that Jesus did. He said give her something to eat. Amen. Yeah. God. Thou shall not be afraid. For the terror. By night. Not afraid of terrorism nor for the arrow that flies by day. Listen, you've got to be dogged, determined, living in this world, that you are always being led by the Holy Spirit, and that you are always in the right place. Come on. At the right time. Say it with me. I'm always always in in the right place at the right time. I'm never in the wrong place place. at the wrong time. time. Well, then that means I'll stay away from that side of town? No. You can be in the perfect will of God in the right place at the right time wherever God has you. And it could be in a war-torn city like Beirut, Lebanon... Listen, you could live in the most affluent, the wealthiest neighborhood and be out of the will of God and be an open target for the enemy. You've got to listen, saints, you've got to determine this in your heart. That no matter what the news says, no matter how much of an increase there is in crime, no matter how many drive-by shootings there are, No matter what is going on in the world. Now you pray about that and you believe for rain to fall in the Bay Area. Jesus, send your spirits and your power strong in the Bay Area. We pray for revival. We pray for an awakening. But when it comes to you individually, you be determined. That when you get in your car, the angels of the Lord encamp around about you. And that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. I'm not just talking about guns and knives. I'm talking about the weapon of another automobile. Did you know that the weapon, that an automobile going 75 miles an hour toward your car is a weapon? But you know, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Come on, saints. You've got to be determined in your heart and not let this slip. And not let this go. When your babies go to school in the morning, you got to place your hands on them and say, In the name of Jesus, I plead the blood of Jesus over my babies. <laughs> Get on to their schools and just walk it. I'm not talking about walking into the principal's office and telling them how it's going to be. I'm talking about walking right up to the principalities and powers. With the sword in your hand and the blood of Jesus. And you set a perimeter of safety. Not only for your loved ones, but for your kids. Amen. Amen. Be determined. Be determined. That no accident shall befall you. Neither shall any plague come nigh your dwelling. Be determined that you and your family, you are the safest of the safe. Amen. Amen. Yes, Pastor Mark, but... Don't want to be rude, but sometimes we need to get rid of the but. Amen. That's right. That's right. Yes, Pastor Mark, but there are so many outside evil influences. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. But... My Bible says, where grace, where sin abounds, grace does much more abound. So I believe this with all of my heart. That they that be with us and they that be for us. I'm talking about angels. Are much more and much greater than they that be with them. So get the word in your heart. Get the word in your mouth. Next verse, verse 6. Nor for the peasants that walks in darkness, nor for the destruction that wastes at noonday, verse 7. A thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand. Say it with me. Now, you've been listening to good preaching now for 38 minutes and 24 seconds. You need to say it with a little bit more tenacity. But it, it shall not, come not be. Very good. Verse 8. Only with your eyes shall behold and see the reward of the wicked. Verse 9. Because thou hast made the Lord. Now he reiterates verse 1. Because now, this is the reason why. You have made the Lord your refuge. Even the Most High, your dwelling place, your safe place, your secure place, your place of presence. Notice the result, verse 10. Read it with me like you mean it. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy door. Let's continue to read. Why? For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. protection 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 i keep getting that in my spirit today protection protection in the name of jesus protection in the name of jesus la la mondre be protected in jesus name we lose the angels now. We lose the ministering spirits. Saying, we bind you. We, 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 we take authority over your demonic plans and schemes. We bind you now. In Jesus' name. And now, ministering spirits, angels of the Lord, we release you. We release you. We activate you now. To protect these precious ones. To protect their property. Protect their equipment. Yes. Protect them in their hearts, in their minds. Protect them, Lord. Lead them and guide them into all the truth. Jesus' name. The other thing that I had in my spirit, and this is kind of how I got off on this today, and I'll quote it for you for the sake of time this morning, but I believe the Lord is saying something along the lines of Psalm 3120. He says, Thou shalt hide us in the secret place of His presence. And it goes on to say, free from the strife or the confusion that other people's words or plots or schemes bring on the scene. I believe this with all of my heart, that even right now, you may not even know about it, but plots and schemes of the enemy Through human beings are being stopped in the name of Jesus. We stop them now in the name of Jesus. From words, from plans, from schemes of the wicked one, we bind in Jesus' name. Thou shalt keep him secretly in the pavilion of his presence from the strife of people's words. We've just got a few verses to go. Let's look at the next verse of Psalms 91. Verse 12. They'll bear thee up in their hands, lest I dash thy foot against a stone. Verse 13. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder. That means we're going to walk on top of serpents and scorpions, which is a type of devils, devils, devils and evil spirits. The young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample underfoot. Now notice with me, again, he reiterates it today. Because... You have set your love upon him. Have you done that this morning? Do you love him with all your heart? You know, Jesus said, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And his commandments are not grievous, are they, Brother Jimmy? They're not burdensome. If he gives us a commandment, we can walk in it. If he commands us to walk in love, we can do it. And it says, because you have set your love upon me, therefore, I will deliver him. Yeah. Hallelujah. Look at all of these final I wills in the message today. This is his will for you. Right. I will set him on high because he has known my name. Not just known it and familiar with it, but to the degree where it's a working revelation in your life that the name of Jesus... Is preeminent. And you're speaking it. Amen. Next verse. Verse 15. He shall call upon me. And I will. Amen. I thank God. He's a prayer answering God. Amen. I thank God that I can call him. And I don't get a busy signal. Amen. You can call upon him 24 hours. Seven days a week. Yeah. You'll never put it, be put on hold. In the throne of grace. That's right. That's right. And he says, look, I will be with him in trouble. Man, isn't that good? He will be with us in trouble. He will be with us in trouble. It's like the old saint said, Lord, if you were in trouble like I'm in trouble and I can help you like you can help me. I'd do it. (laughs) What was he doing? He was calling upon him. Call upon him in the day of trouble. And he says, I will deliver him. And now notice this. I will honor him. We started out by saying, if we'll honor him, he'll honor us. There's no greater honor in life than to have his presence upon us. There's no greater honor in this life than to have him look at you and say, Tom, I'm pleased. George, I'm pleased. Jane, I'm pleased. Brother Luot, I'm pleased. Rodney, I'm pleased. This is my beloved sons and daughters in whom I'm well pleased. Wow. You know, if the world ever honors anyone, they're going to honor some doctor, some lawyer. They're going to honor with them a Nobel Peace Prize. They're going to honor some statesman. They're going to honor some great politician. But you know what? I'd rather have the honor of God on me than the state of California in my back pocket. How about you? Some of you are not so sure about that. Just keep coming. (laughs) Keep coming to church. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Verse sixteen. Let's read it together. Notice he doesn't say with wrong life. No, with long life. Somebody says, Well, how long how long can I live? Live till you're satisfied. If you're satisfied and you want to go home to be with the Lord, go ahead. Nothing going to stop you. But don't leave before you're done. Don't believe before you're finished. You see, every one of us are in a race. And God has promised us long, strong, healthy life. And he says, look, I will show him, I will show her my salvation. The Spanish Bible says, I'll show him or her my healing. I will show him and you my delivering hand. For the hand of the Lord is upon us for good. Every head bowed and every eye closed.